listen to mama.com you might not go to hell mind of man mind of god number you know i don't even know what number this is 76 76 i think it's march the 2nd 2008 the fourth sunday of lent dave how are you in San Francisco, I was at a bar last night, and the bartender had a T-shirt with a upside-down pentagram on it with a picture of a goat on it. What do you think of that? I think that's great, Dave. Did you get into a theological discussion with this guy? <laughs> no, but I ordered a, you know, uh, what did I get? I guess I got a gin and tonic or something. I did okay with that. Yeah, we. I. I don't know. I. I. I felt like maybe I shouldn't engage him. Really? Maybe I should have. I don't know. He seems like a nice enough fellow, aside from being a Satanist. But... Well, he might not truly be a Satanist. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, you know, just he like just might have done it for the shock value, or something. They do that in San Francisco, you know. Yeah. You know, the other thing they had, they had like. I was, we were walking around the place, and all of a sudden, there's like these tons of, of people on bicycles riding down, and there were cops like controlling traffic, and and uh, and they're like yelling, "Yay!" You know, it's just kind of. And so I guess they just had like a midnight bike ride too, to the town, and uh, so that was kind of cool. They just kept coming, coming, all kinds of bicycles and unicycles and odd things. Isn't it hilly there? It's very hilly. So does, are these bikes going up and down these hills? I guess they must have been. You know, but uh, the place where we were wasn't particularly hilly, but I guess they get to... they. You can't avoid hills in San Francisco. Yeah. There's lots of them. I, I've Pretty, seen that. You've been to San Fran? I have been to San Francisco. Yeah, nice here. Yeah. It's pretty. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. What are we talking about? We are not talking about anything, Dave. We're <laughs> saying hi because we don't really know what we're doing. Because I'm out of town. and You're, but, laying, you in, know, you're laying in bed. I'm laying in bed, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's early in the morning here. Got my morning voice. It sounds Actually, great. Actually, this is a morning voice and like, like three glasses of wine, yes, last night voice too. I've drank more since I got here than I have literally in the maybe in the past two years combined. Really? My niece. How old is she? She's like twenty four, twenty five and she's like, you know, they you know, they drink at that age. They drink, it's true. They think that's the thing to do. Oh yeah. So Consequently, I'm drinking. I guess maybe I didn't have to, but I don't know. Kind of felt like it. But now I'm paying for it. <laughs> hey, Dave, look at this. Yeah. First reading, I, I lied about the readings to you a minute ago. Okay. Because I had clicked on February instead of March. Oh. Right. But the first reading is about where um, Samuel is looking for somebody to anoint as king and finally... The youngest was out tending the sheep, and he came in, and he said, Hey, David, this guy is cool. He's the guy. Let's dump oil on his head. So wow. You should feel good about that, Dave. <laughs> another, 
it's, it's a David day in the reading. From that day on, the Spirit of the Lord rushed upon David. So it's to you, buddy. <laughs> the sign. Yeah. I need to be in San Francisco going to weird bars and riding my bicycle. You don't have a bicycle, huh? I don't have a bicycle. I have a bicycle at home, but okay. so, so uh, let's pretend we're doing a show here for a minute and talk right. about the readings. Okay. Um, so, what about that? All that anointing? What's that? What was? What was the significance of this thing? Like, you're taking on the Lord. You're, you're the I, one. You're the man. Yeah, he, he, the Lord said to Samuel, "Go to." See Jesse in Bethlehem. I've chosen my king from among his sons. And this is and one of those where you know he looks at all the sons and he says, "This ain't none of them." So like Samuel yeah. actually could, uh, and he says, "Are these all the sons you have?" And he says, "Well, I got one, but he's the youngest. He's out tending the sheep." And he said, "Go get him." Uh-huh. So and he came and he says, "This is the one," and everybody was shocked by that. How do you know? I don't know. That's a good question. I keep asking that. How do you know stuff? So. It's kind of that last shall be first and first shall be last kind of thing, too, isn't it? Like the one that seems seems the least appropriate is. Yeah, we talked about that like about a month ago, didn't we? Something like yeah, it's not what so. you were expecting. The one you were expecting is never the one. It's always the like the last thing you come up with. But, well, uh, you know, I think that that would apply in politics too. It should be the ones that really don't want it that much, or that you know, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Somebody that's not a complete dick, but it's really hard to find. That's true. But uh, speaking of that, I I sort of watched the beginning of Saturday Night Live last night. Wow, that's still on, huh? It is, and they were. It was funny because they were doing a spoof of the Democratic debates, right? And yeah. What's her Amy Poehler, I think, was playing Hillary and Obama, and it was kind of funny. And then they really? then they did a response, you know, to the thing, and it was actually Hillary Clinton. <laughs> really? To this kid. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then later on, on the, uh, you know how they do that news thing? Right. Whatever, whatever they call that. Yeah, Weekend Update. Yeah, Weekend Update. Rudy Giuliani was actually on that, <laughs> too. Oh, wow. It's a political show last night, I guess. Wow. So it's kind of funny, huh? Yeah, you know. It's okay. But anyway, I'm just saying, speaking of political scum. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so what other readings we got there? What else are we talking about? You know, the Ephesians. I usually like Ephesians, but this one seems, I don't know. <laughs> Brothers and sisters, you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of the light. There you go, Dave. Take yeah. no part in the fruitless works of darkness, no matter how much Uh-oh. they could be. Uh-oh. I put that part in myself, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. And then and then see, the la- the gospel is actually about um, the kid born blind. Do you remember this oh. one at all? No, I don't remember this one. Oh, Jesus. And there's a man... Blind from birth. This is from the Gospel. Of oh, yeah. And and they said, who? Why is he blind? Because of his sins or the ones of his parents? And then he, you know, makes some mud with clay and he spits. Right, I remember this mud. Yeah. Yeah, and he puts it on him, and then everybody gets all mad because 
It was the Sabbath when he made the mud, and that was against the rules. You know, ah. Oh yeah. Yeah, we don't care. And then it was. Then it goes on and on about the parents, and they ask them, "Are you? Is this your son? And you know, who do? You, and the whatever the church leaders come and ask them, well." Is he blind? They go, yeah, we're blind, but we don't know how his eyes got open. And this is all about, really, because they were kicking people out of the synagogue. <laughs> this is actually, a there, there's some uh, anachronisms in this story. Because what happened, this was written in about, I don't know, later, right? Because the Gospels are all written later. Right. And this, um, John community that was writing, they were kicking Jews, um, Christians out of the Jewish community, right? Because uh, in Rome, well, because the Romans were still in charge. And if yeah. and, and the Jews somehow had managed to get themselves um, amnesty from having to, you know, worship the Roman gods. The Roman gods, because they had their own thing. But if they got kicked out of the Jewish community, then suddenly they were subject then that didn't apply to them. So then, the, so then they would kill the Christians, because. Oh man! So it was like, so the Jews were like kicking the Christians out, and then they were dying. And that's right. sort, of, that's sort of where this whole. That's why the the Jewish people go to the guy's parents, and they say, "Well, we're not going to say that it was Jesus, because <laughs> then they get kicked out and probably be killed." So. All right. All right. Man, they were between a rock and a hard place there, weren't they? Yeah, between two, um, you know, <laughs> different hierarchies that, I don't know, wanted to screw had with their, them. Had their own rules, had their own stuff, but, you know. And either way it was bad, you know. Right. What are you going to do? Uh, go live in the woods. I think that's the only solution. I'm thinking of it. I'm thinking about it. So. <laughs> Get off the grid. I'm thinking about it. Yep. I might have to go check out this piece of land. Mm. Hey, can you farm on that piece of land? Could you have a little like garden and stuff? You can have a garden. It's hilly and woody, so you know you can't plant corn or anything. But you can. Mm. I, I was just reading my Natural Home magazine yesterday. It said, Love that magazine. You can, uh, you know, grow a lot of stuff on your balcony if you work at it. Right. You don't need right. a lot of land. <laughs> well, I saw I saw some uh, pictures of Machu Picchu with their, like, terrace gardens, too, you yeah. know? Yeah. You can do stuff on hills. You can indeed, but... Yeah. Well, that'd be cool. What, what would you do if you're off the grid? Say you're out there and you're off the grid. I mean, what would you do with your days? It's a good question. See, mm. that's the thing. Actually, some friends of mine live out because in the country a little bit here, and they always have a problem with um, Internet connectivity, right? Right. So I think I would have to solve that problem for the rural community. I see. Because I'd want to be on it, you know, because I... Right. That's what I do. Right, right, right. I, I might, you know, have to do satellite, wireless, broadband, remote, I don't know. There, right, there are solutions, right. but they're all... They have yet to come of age, so I might have to get into that maybe if I did that. Hmm. Might be a good niche for you. Or you know, or and I can still do this, make videos and junk. Yeah, that's true. That's and then tough. and then go publish them. You don't need to be on all the time when you're being creative. You yeah, know, that's a very good point. Yeah. 
I'm liking this idea, Ryan. I, I see you out away from the matting crowd. Yeah, I don't like the matting crowd. <laughs> so, so, that so was, yeah, I think that's enough. I think that was uh, our. You well, know, well, there's what only was one. That? There's only one problem, though, Dave. Mike What's that? brought this up to me last week. He what? said you didn't say anything about foosball last week. So you need to just say something about foosball, Dan. You mean he actually listened to the show? Well, I was editing it, so I had to listen to it, right? So I kind of oh, write okay. down the little notes that I make. And he said, mm-hmm. there was nothing about foosball in there. <laughs> I said, good point, Mike. <laughs> Maybe I should do a, a, a foosball haiku. I should make one up right now. How about that? It's got to be five syllables, seven syllables, and another five. Good luck with that, Dave. <laughs> okay, I, I, that's too. That's way too beyond my abilities at the moment. Well, foosball, uh, uh, the chosen one, chosen, uh, miracle, blind. blind. Yeah, you know what? You know, sometimes I've had this desire to just play foosball blind. You know, like reach out with your feelings, Luke. You know that kind of thing. Yeah. Where you're kind of the force be with you. The force be with you. You know, sometimes it's, you know, but. It is possible to have the force with you without being able to see. It's it's you know without exactly knowing where things are, but you kind of know, you know, like sure. you know where things are without really knowing, without really seeing. Yes. But your eyes are not that important. Your eyes are important. Your hand-eye coordination is, of course, necessary to foosball. But it's good to be able to see with thing with eyes beyond your physical eyes. It's true. If, if you're if you're truly into it, you can have that ball, you know, with your little guy. And just watch the other guy, and then you know your body knows what to do when it gets there. You know, boom, right. and then you make the shot without actually looking. And I think you're actually, like, time traveling because you're, like, seeing where they're going to move the men, where the where the opening's going to be. Like, you have to almost envision it and see it before your actual physical eyes see it. Yeah. All right. So, so we're going to do that. We're going to try and do that with life and have the Holy Spirit that's rushing upon you, David, mm-hmm. help you to see without knowing where you're going. Wow. That's exciting. Amen. I'm all for that. <laughs> all right. Well, and that's have, it for us today. Yeah, and have a, have a great to Tucson, too, Dan. Well, th- thank you. Thank you. I have to go through L.A., and I'm a little concerned about that. You know, L.A.'s fine. The sun shines most of the time. And the feeling <laughs> is laid back, you know. <laughs> But it's not it's 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 home but it's not mine. Right? There you go. All right. It's fine but it's home but it's not mine. <laughs> All right. Almost a haiku, Dave. Right. Oh yeah, that's great. Okay everyone, see you later. See you. Bye. You can make it. Shoot it. Mommog.com.